Jerry, what caught your eye this week? I've tried to select a couple stories that are a little bit lighter in nature, and mm. hopefully that will give you a, a boost to get through the day. I need a boost. Always. Yeah. Ever and always. So, my, my first story comes to us from Finland. Finland? My Finland. Goodness. Yes. As you know, even in the Scandinavian countries, especially in the Scandinavian countries, because it's cold there and the virus loves cold, they have had some, some serious problems with the smaller businesses. As it is, Finland already doesn't have a lot of population. And if they have a pandemic and nobody orders anything, people stay at home, the smaller businesses suffer even more. My story here is about a particular baker in Finland. And he had always had orders, people coming in. Suddenly, all of the orders stopped. What do you do? Mm. And he noticed that people had stopped consuming his baked goods and started buying rolls of toilet paper. So he had this idea that he was going to start making uh, cakes that look like toilet paper. Okay, as you do. And, but they're not usable, presumably. And his orders started to pick up, and now he's selling even better than he was before the pandemic. So at least he's safe, he's secure. <laughs> he's selling toilet paper as well, but it's edible toilet paper. I've never known a patisserie sell toilet paper. Actually, that's that's new to me. <laughs> I thought I thought it, I thought it was going to get your get your attention. That was a little different. Well, there's been there's been fights over toilet paper. Actually, I, I've seen in in various countries, particularly England, of course, which I keep an eye on. But they were they had uh, lots of empty shelves where the toilet paper used to be. So I, I think that's the first thing people worry about, strangely enough, isn't it? Well, in the United States as well, they had shelves and, and there were lines for toilet paper. I've never heard of that. And to be honest, I still don't know why people want so much toilet paper. I, I don't know why it's top of their list of priorities. Yeah. I mean, it's not the first thing that occurs to me when I think, oh, my goodness, there's going to be a virus and we're going to be quarantined. I must get more toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, there's a global pandemic and people are dying. Oh, let's get some toilet paper. Yeah, It depends how much it scares you, I guess. Maybe maybe if you're the very sensitive sort, then maybe it does require extra. I don't know. Ah, if you've got a sensitive bladder. That's possible. Or, yeah, it could be. Yeah, it could be. Another another interesting feature I noticed in Rio was um, you may have heard in some neighborhoods you have these militias that um, go around collecting protection money or right. um, I guess you'd call it um, extortion, yes? Right. And um, in some neighborhoods, the, uh, the militias, they don't want to lose their payments from these local businesses. So they are kind of forcing the uh, businesses to stay open. And they're saying, look, you know, we want our money, so you better stay open because we're going to be back next week and we're going to, you better have your payment ready. And some of these places, they're saying, well, you know, we don't even have the money to pay bread, you know, because everything's closed. How is it possible we're going to pay these militias that keep yeah. coming around? Yeah. So, um, so some of the neighborhoods, it's, it's really quite tricky, this situation, you know? Yeah, it's, 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 it's a bad situation for everybody in general. So, I mean, there, there, there are people that are thinking it from a health perspective, but certainly the economic realities, that, that's, that's going to be driving, I think, the conversation pretty soon. Yes, yeah, I think that's true. 
Although I, I think those who can work from home will probably do so. It's, it's just going to be that the majority can't. And one of the things you notice when you look at different countries is they track the ability of workers to work from home. So in countries like Germany, then maybe 60% of the population is able to work from home, whereas a country like India, say, then only about 20% or 15% is. So then you're dealing with a very different environment. So... You can't have a one-size-fits-all response to uh, the problem, I don't think. Right. No, no, you certainly can't. And, and certainly in, in the Western countries, it's it's a very different reality than, than, than what we have, let's say, here or in America, Latin America. The situation in Ecuador is completely different. Yes. So I just hope that the uh, the politicians realize that we're not living in Germany here and that um, we may have to come up with our own solution as to the best way to balance people's needs with uh, people's health. Right, right. And then, I mean, and, and but that's that's kind of the uh, let's say the crux of the of the problem is that the WHO is looking at things from a global perspective, uh, but the people here are not. They're certainly just they're looking at things from a local perspective. They try to have coordination with this, but it's, it's just not it's just not possible. <laughs> 